The following is paid programming and is operated and produced independently. The current views and opinions expressed belong solely to their operators and do not represent the views or opinions of Family Flavors, the Slide WBN Inc., its affiliates, its sister companies, or respective companies which these individuals are affiliated or have been previously affiliated. The program's participants, opinions, and content are based upon information they consider reliable, but neither Family Flavors to Slide WBN Inc. nor its affiliates warrant its completeness or accuracy, and it should not be considered as such. All rights to the media broadcasted on this platform belong solely to the copyright owners of said media. Family Flavors to Slide WBN Inc. and its affiliates do not make claims to own the media broadcasted on our network. everybody for tuning in today you are joined in on family flavors the slide um, I am your host Tara I am with elevated vibes but I just want to give a little a little blip real quick I don't think elevated vibes is clear enough so we're gonna switch that up from now on we're gonna be called conscious elevation because that is the goal that is that is the place that we want everybody to reach um, anyhow, before we get into this, I'm going to go ahead and go over our little bit of advertisements before we get started because I am fired up and who knows if I'll be stopping. Um, slipping and sliding, they've got the backpack giveaway all the way through the end of this month. If you guys have a need, go to any of the participating locations and pick you up a backpack of good stuff while supplies last. The town hall meeting is going to be coming up on the 18th of September. They're going to be talking about finances, going to be talking about um, the homeless, not hopeless, and just kind of like where we're going and what we can all do to be better humans. Um, that date, by the way, is uh, October 23rd. All right, guys, today... Our topic is going to be mental toughness, why to have it, how to develop it, how to keep it, and how it will benefit you. Um, as uh, you guys heard last week, we did a lecture with Mr. Napoleon Hill, who's been a game changer in my life. I don't know, um, you know, if I didn't hear this information when I heard this information, I don't know if I would have ever been introduced to it. I have had zero people bring Napoleon Hill to my attention in the last, you know, 18 years of my life. Zero people, guys, zero people. And that's a travesty considering all the, excuse my mouth, all the bullshit that's available on the internet and all this, um, just all these things that are not conducive to mental and emotional health. Um, so what what is mental toughness. Well, according to Mr. Napoleon Hill, 
mental toughness is a state of mind which an individual must create and maintain by methods of his own choice through the operations of his own willpower and motives of his own adoption. If I were to give you my formula for a positive mental attitude, it probably wouldn't work for you. So it would be in your best interest to develop that muscle for yourself. You know, why not? Our creator gave us but one gift, and that is the exclusive and divine right of control over our own mind to direct it to the ends of our desire. Why in the hell would we allow somebody else to be in that position for us? Now, with our programming that we grew up with, um, you know, it, you know, I could see it in, in the parenting that I was subjected to. It is do what you're told and do it now. And there are two men who will never amount to much. One is the man who cannot do what he's told. And the other one is the man who could do nothing but what he is told. You may have grow, grown up with a program that is not conducive to your um, thinking power, but as an adult or a young adult, it is your responsibility to retrain that program, take control of it, and direct it to an end that is going to be to your benefit. And not only that, to your benefit, but to the benefit of all the people that you associate with and hang out with. Because whether you know it or not, you're setting an example. You show up into a room with your being, and that is your vibrational offering. That is your frequency that you are bringing into this earth plane. You are... You are the um, side byproduct, if you will, of the universe. And why not, why not be in control of that? That is the only thing that we have definite right of control. Okay, so with that, Napoleon Hill also says that you must take control of your mind and direct it to the ends of your desire. And with that, it's so important to have a positive mental attitude because whether you know it or not, you are attracting this life to you through your frequency. Your thoughts create a chemical reaction, which then creates an emotional and mental reaction that give off chemical releases within your body and that is what creates the vibration and that's why it's so important important to always be in in control of what's coming in and what's going out um man i could go just that tiny little blip of taking control and directing it and and how it affects the vibration of what we're what we're putting out so when we when that chemical reaction happens within our body and it is um released into a vibration that vibration goes out into the universe and with that that is our signature that is what we're telling the universe we want more of and the universe does not know the difference between positive or negative and you've heard the you've heard the law of attraction and you know you're thinking about oh no the bills you know and we're going to bring up finances because it's the number one plague i think um for people 
who are in a place of poverty, and that's mentally, emotionally, physically, and financially. So when you're thinking of, oh, no, the bills, like, oh, man, I just got this pay, you know, just all these little things, robbing Peter to pay Paul, um, living paycheck to paycheck. This is the mentality that's bringing you the, the situations in the first place. And it's hard if you've been brought up in a situation that is um, stricken by poverty and everything around that is a negative association. Um, you know, and I think that's one of the reasons why I am qualified to talk about this, especially when it comes to poverty, because, you know, I grew up in that. And a lot of people in this area grew up in that kind of poverty. And um, there were all kinds of things that can't be done and couldn't be had. And it was basically a mindset because the mindset is what brings the physical. So when we come to this earth plane, we come blessed with the equivalent of two sealed envelopes. One is labeled the riches we may enjoy if we take possession of our mind and direct it to the ends of our desire. And the other one is the penalties one must pay for neglecting to take control of the mind and directing it to the ends of the desire. And if you were tuned in last week, you definitely heard this, but it is worth another, um, worth another um, blip about it. Plus, man, if you have a pencil and a paper, I suggest you write this down so you can keep track of where your mental um, your mental vibration is whenever you're thinking about things throughout the day if your consciousness is elevated enough to the point where you can be aware of what you're thinking man that's the first step awareness is the first step in anything <laughs> all right guys um sound health where are we if we don't have sound health right and that again is mental and emotional and physical which leads to a financial well-being um, a peace of mind. Man, how awesome would it be if we just kept our mind directed to the things that we wanted and off the things that we didn't want it and instead of the opposite? We go through our day um, kind of striving to push ourselves away from the negative instead of just gearing in and jumping in the flow of the positive, being so thankful and grateful for waking up, being so thankful and grateful for having air in our lungs. Like just the littlest things like even if you are a little bit achy when you wake up in the morning, oh, darn, man, you have the ability to get up and stretch your body, move that thing. This, this is your vessel, man. This is what you come to the earth plane with. You can't have yourself <laughs> if you didn't have this. Um, and that's another blip. I'm going to get into that just in a little bit. Um, a labor of your own love. Man, if you could wake up every day and be your best self and do what you wanted to do, what would that be? So many people don't even know they've just been conditioned to wake up and hit an alarm clock and get up and do what society says they should do. They should get up and they should go to school and they should get up and they should go to work. Yeah, these things are important. Education and labor, they're so important. But guess what? If you have definite control over your mind, there is nobody in this world who could tell you you have to go to a job that you hate for hours that you hate and the best part of the day that you hate. Like, who knows? Like... And who is somebody, how are they qualified to tell you what time you should take a lunch break? How do they know you're hungry at lunchtime, at noon, when the clock says that we should eat? You know, how do they, who are they, how, are, how is another man more qualified to make a decision for you than you? 
It's only because you've allowed somebody else to make that decision for you because you were not taught to take control of your mind and direct it to ends of your desire. And no time is too late. You could be an 80-year-old man and take control of your mind today. You could be a 90-year-old woman and take control of your mind today. And is all it takes is, man, <laughs> is all it takes is the discipline to do it. Um, freedom from worry. You know, all these things are just tightly knit into that positive mental attitude. Why, why worry when it's just as easy to be thankful and grateful? Why worry when we don't have control over that shit anyways? You know, the universe is, is always in constant and perpetual motion. And if we're drawing to us the things that we're thinking about, why in the hell are we going to spend our mind power worrying? It's, we just got to rewrite the program, guys. We are a computer. We are the most sophisticated computer in this universe. And we're, we're running on programs, running on programs from our parents that their parents have given to them, running on the programs of our peers in our school. You know, these children in, in the school system, they're not raised by their parents. They're raised by their peers. And that could be very, very scary place considering the things that are going into the minds of these peers Okay, positive mental attitude. There are, two, there are two sides to everything. There's the black and the white. There's the in and the out. There's the on and the off. There's, you know, there's always a duality. And that's what we can't escape. So it is in our best interest to make sure that we're being conscious and making a conscious decision to stay in that in that positive place and yeah bad shit happens but guess what if you know that there's an equivalency to benefit to be found through anything that happens to us we know that it's happening for us you know we could take that delay in traffic and we could be all irate about how we're going to be late for this and late for that or we could just be like ah oh, you know what <laughs> everything happens for a reason everything is as it should be otherwise it wouldn't be and maybe because of this delay in traffic I'm missing some sort of crazy catastrophe up the road and I was delayed and therefore I missed it so there's an equivalency to benefit to be found and you got to train your mind to be in that program because to every positive there's a negative to every negative there's a positive so are you going to feed that positive and keep feeding it and get in the habit of finding the benefit in the most unfortunate situations even things that we don't have control over um death we've given given such a terrible belief about what death is and we we think about death in such a negative manner that um it can totally ruin our life you know we we experience the death of a loved one and we throw ourselves into a froth of emotions and we never pull out of it and we're just creating creating sickness in the mind and in the body which is a whole nother rabbit hole um and the last one guys there's um there's six of these riches that you may enjoy the last one being um the ability to gain the riches of your own choice and quantity. Maybe you don't care to have all kinds of stuff. Maybe your sanity is priceless and you'd rather be just out in a, in a beautiful place in the environment, in nature, and, and that is all the abundance you need. Um, maybe you're some sort of lavish pers person who uh, grew up in um, 
lack and you want all the the lavish things well if it's in your brain the the creator wants you to have all those things also you can have that <laughs> private jet that will fly you over to Amsterdam to get you a designer perfume made and then fly back that evening to the States for whatever it may be. There is no cap on what a positive mental attitude can bring to you. So I'm just going to go through those real quick. If you were writing them down, sound health, peace of mind, a labor of love, a freedom from worry, a positive mental attitude and material riches of your own choice and quantity. But just as everything else, there's a negative side also. And whether you're engaging in the positive or negative and you're doing so maybe um, subconsciously, you're engaging in some way with probably both of these. Um, maybe you maybe you got some good stuff going on, but maybe in another area you're a little bit weary. Well, gain definite control over all, over all areas. The penalties that one must pay for neglecting their mind is... And write this down. It's very important. And then kind of categorize yourself of where you are and where you could be. Um, every action is leading us either closer or further away from our desired goal. Okay, the penalties one must play, pay for neglecting to take control of the mind and directing it to the ends of their own desire is ill health, fear and worry, indecision and doubt, frustration and discouragement throughout life poverty and want and a whole flock of gambits consisting of envy greed jealousy anger and superstition man you know there's a reason why this information did not reach public education what is going to go into your mind from here on out for the rest of your life is of your desire environment is so important. Um, you are the sum total of the first five people that you hang out with. <laughs> Birds of a feather flock together. Um, it's so important, man. Look at the people that you're spending your time with. Um, you know, and it's not just it's not just who you're around, man. It's it's what you're eating. It's what you're thinking. It's what you're listening to. It's what you're watching. You know, you got to be in control of your five senses. The subconscious is being influenced and bombarded all the time. And, hey, are you going to be sitting around telling dirty jokes and drinking beer with your buddies? Or are you going to be sitting around discussing events for the future? I mean, it's cool. I like drinking beer with my buddies, too. Actually, I haven't done that in many, many years. But I get the idea. Everybody wants to be entertained. They just kind of want to live their life. But I promise you, if you dedicate your time to making the rest of your life amazing, it's going to be amazing. So be definite about what you want. Find a burning desire that you can that you can hold as your own, something that will that you can think of and go, "Yep, if I do this for the rest of my life, it'll bring me happiness. I will be serving others, it'll bring others happiness." Man, there's just a a very powerful platform there by just having a positive mental attitude. You're going to be more liked by others, you're going to be more liked by yourself, and you're going to have to spend the rest of your life with yourself. So it better be somebody that you enjoy. And not only that, but if you're, man, it's, it's your spouse, you know, it's your parents. And you can love these people from a distance while you work on yourself. And that's okay. 
But the main goal is to be working on yourself, develop a positive mental attitude. That, that mental toughness is going to be the platform that you're going to need from here on out for the rest of your life, especially if you're working towards a definite major purpose. The universe is going to test you and be like, are you sure this is what you want? Are you sure this is where you want to go? And it's going to throw some opposition out there and you're going to be tested. You know, are you going to fail or are you going to take that as a equivalency to benefit? Find the good thing out of it and move forward. Because if you fail and you don't know why, then you're no better than when you first started in the first place. Mental toughness. Now that you've got, hopefully, at least an idea of what you don't want out of your life, and you've got an idea of what you do want in your life, and you know that you know that you're going to need a positive mental attitude to move forward. And you know that there's going to be opposition, but you've got your positive mental attitude on your side, and you're going to just have to keep feeding it. Okay, so now you've got your desire, and you've got your positive mental attitude, and you're ready to go. And you come across a, we're going we're gonna to throw a metaphorical swamp out there. And it is, it's scary, it's dirty, it's cold, it's dingy, and it's a swamp. And you know that to get to the other side of this swamp, you're going to have to be a little bit uncomfortable. And that's, you know, you're going to have to shed that skin in order to grow and be thankful and grateful that all this opposition was put in your way to induce this want and drive and desire to go. So you've got this yucky swamp and you know your path is on the other side and you know you've got to get through it. Well, you can look at it and be like, ew, that's gross. It's dingy. It's cold. It smells bad. (laughs) And you could say all those things or you could, you know, turn it into something positive and trudge through that shit, man. Get through that. Get through the other side. Meet the opposition and grow through it. I've got a beautiful little um, diagram here that I'm so sad that you guys um, can't see it right now, and that's okay. Um, So getting into this, we got to know that whatever the mind can conceive and believe, it can and will achieve. It doesn't matter if it's positive or negative. The mind doesn't know the difference. Um, It just just delivers. You, You set out that vibration to the universe and the universe says, okay, we're just going to amplify that and give it back. So we got to be, we got to be definite, we got to be definite in the, in the delivery of our desire to the universe because it doesn't know the difference and our imagination doesn't know the difference either. I could tell you, Hey, look, there's a white horse and it's got black stripes and all of a sudden your mind can't help but to paint the picture of this white horse with black stripes. That's how, that's how it works. We are, we are in a divine communication with the universe and it's delivering all the time. So we got to be definite with what we're putting out, what we're putting out mentally, what we're putting out emotionally, what we're putting out, putting out verbally, um, and have emotional control over it. We're going to come to situations that is going to have us frazzled, but we're going to have to we're going to have to be um, consciously aware that those things are going to be happening, and we got to be prepared for when those things do arise. We got to have um, 
a bag of tools, if you will, of emotional readiness to overcome the adversity and know with know like you know your name and where you're going and that it's your divine right to get there and that you're going to have adversity. But being being stable emotionally is going to be the catalyst for your desire. Um, and have a plan. You know, it's very important to have a goal and to have a plan. You know, just like if you wanted to drive from here down to Houston, Texas, you know how long, you know, you know about how long it's going to be. You know, you know the highway that you're going to take to get there. Um, but maybe you've never driven there before. Maybe there's like some construction going on or, you know, maybe there's like some speed trap that you're going to have to watch out for. And when you're, when you have a plan, it's very important for you to have around you people who are on your same, on your same journey. Maybe they've, maybe they've already been to Houston, Texas you know, as a metaphor, maybe they can tell you, Hey, you want to take this highway and avoid that highway. You want to go on the business loop or, you know, whatever. It's very important that you have somebody who's been there and they can kind of guide you and be like, it's all good. It's okay. You stay on this road, you go the speed limit, you're going to get to where you're going. You're going to have some rainfall. You're going to have some wind. You're going to be night driving because it's Texas. Texas takes forever to get through. That's a side note. <laughs> um, but anyways, by going through those difficulties, having somebody with you who's been there and who's done that is going to be very helpful. And having the mental and emotional toughness to get there, you're going to be stretched beyond a position of going back to where you once were. Um, it's just like anything in life. Once you've overcome something there or, you know, once you've done something better um, in a way that is easier or more productive, you're probably not going to go back to doing it the way that you've done before. Man, and we're, when we're living out our life journey, this place, this now, we've never been beyond it. You know, this is the oldest I've ever been in my life. This is as much experience as I've ever had in my life. Like, I've never done a damn podcast before, but here I am rambling on this dang thing, acting crazy, and that's okay. Um, you're not expected to be perfect when you first start at anything. So stretching yourself out of your comfort zone is going to be necessary. And if that's not okay with you, then you just go back to being where you wish that you weren't. And that's all there is to it. That's what life is. Life is about, man, you have to be, you have to be <laughs> that asshole in your life. You have to be the coach. You have to be the drill for your own self. Because if you had somebody else there telling you what you should and shouldn't do, and I've seen this over We'll take an example of um, somebody who wants to be fit and they want to be healthy and they want to make good choices when it comes to eating and they want to make good choices when it comes to spending their time in exercise and they hire somebody. They hire somebody who's been there and who's done that and who's come to this um, physique of, of fitness and they're flexible and they're strong and they've, you know, they're lean. And so I'm, I'm hiring somebody because they've been there, they've done that and they know better and they, they know how to teach me how to do it. But then I get out of my comfort zone and I don't want to wake up early and I don't want to exercise. And I would much rather have my sausage and pancakes than fruit for breakfast. Well, what good is it going to do me to fight against the, the, what I'm, what it, what good would it do me 
to go against the flow. I've hired somebody who knows better, but then I'm going to tell him, no, I don't want to do that. No, I don't want to eat the fruit. No, I don't want to wake up early. Nope, I don't want to go for a run. My favorite TV show is on. It's not going to do you any good. So you must be that person for yourself. You have to be your coach. You have to be your influencer. You have to be the advocate of what you're doing because it's your definite control, man. You get to decide. So when it comes to stretching yourself, going out of your comfort zone, relying on a coach, somebody who's been there, who's done that, who could show you, it's so important. Um, you have to be committed. You have to be committed. If you we're going to take that example of losing weight again, you can't wake up in the morning on a beautiful sunshiny day and do all the things that are necessary to get you to where you want to go. And then the next day, wake up and not be feeling it and then decide that, eh, you know, I'm just going to kind of resort to the things that I used to do. Um, you know, the old habits, the old eating style, I'm just going to resort, revert back to that because I don't want to today. You're going to have to be committed every day. You're going to be faced with decisions that are going to lead you closer or further away from where you want to go. And it's a challenge. So you're going to have to, you're going to have to learn from all the, everything that has happened, the good and the bad, all the adversity, all the help. You're going to have to learn from it and put it in your tool bag and move forward. And you're going to have to engage with these people. You're going to have to engage with people who've, um, you know, you're going to just have to get out of your habits, get out of your, get out of your program, do something totally different. You're going to want to engage with people who are thinking different and who are doing different you want to engage with people who are going to inspire you um, to be different if if that's where you want to go in your life and if that's what it means to have a positive mental attitude and some toughness about you and not be swayed by your peers or anything like that. And And just so you guys know, peer pressure doesn't stop when you're an adult. You know, I tell my, my children all the time, you're going to be influenced by your peers. And as an adult, you're still influenced by your peers. There are still people out here who are doing some shit in their life that they probably shouldn't be doing if they want to go somewhere in their life. Maybe they're cool with that. That's cool. But you're going to want to uh, just association, man. So important. Peer pressure is important. You might as well be guided in the right direction by your peers. That's all I'm saying. And have confidence. God damn it. Have some confidence in yourself. You are the divine creator of your life, goddammit. Why would you not be confident in the thoughts, feelings, and emotions that are being generated within your being? Have confidence in yourself. You are all there is, ever was, ever will be shoved down in this body to have a human experience. Be confident in that. You are an extension of the universe. And this is a whole other topic. Um... Being a byproduct of the universe is a beautiful place to be. You're not just some Joe Schmo out here from from Colorado. And, like, that's the story, man. This is all a story that we've been programmed to create. But when you create a program that is going to be, man, to your benefit, and there is no limitation except for the one that you set up in your own mind or allow others to set up for you, that's a beautiful place to be. Have confidence in your abilities. Have confidence in yourself as a person. There is something in this world that you're good at. Do that. Be, be confident in that. Somebody somewhere 
wants those skills also, or at least wants um, the ability to have confidence in their skills. And if you can set a good example by having some confidence in yourself and having confidence in your abilities, man, that'll put you somewhere in a very beautiful place. <laughs> um, just relying on yourself, um, being self-sufficient and self-efficient. And that really does come with being able to think for yourself. Don't rely on what your friends are doing. Don't rely on what is popular. Man. Oh, I'm getting all worked up over that. Um, yeah, you're, you have divine right over the control of your life. And it is your responsibility to take that control and guide it and cultivate it. Um, you can't just be out here with a bad character and, you know, bad. I, I won't even say bad, just uh, it's either conducive or it's hindering. And you're walking in one of two ways and you have divine right over your mind to decide what that'll be. So your mental toughness also plagues in a little bit or touches in a little bit to your emotional toughness. Um, emotional toughness, also very, very important. Uh, people getting their feelings hurt, which also sways their decision. Um, anyways, a lot to, uh, a lot to be stowed on that. Uh, go, go dive in if you want. Go, go dive into Napoleon Hill. I strongly recommend uh, reading all of his stuff. Yeah. All right. With that, we're going to go on break real quick, guys. When times get tough and it seems like the odds are constantly stacked against you, wouldn't it be a blessing to know that you had an ace in the hole? Ladies and gentlemen, consider yourselves anointed because you can always bet on ace pawn and loans to have your back when difficult times attack. Are you down in your luck? Well, come on down and get the best bang for your buck. Ace Pawn and Loans is a family-owned and operated chain that has been servicing the people of Colorado Springs for over 40 years. Having been nominated and voted the best in Colorado Springs for four years running, Ace Pawn and Loan gives the ultimate attention to service and detail. Their staff at all three locations are impeccable and highly professional. Ace Pawn and Loan specializes in pawn loans, title loans, buying, selling, trading, check cashing, and money transfers. They even offer worldwide shipping. Ace Pawn and Loans is truly the best in the business. So make sure you contact the sincere patriots of pawnbroking and loans today. Trade today, get paid today. Catch the deals at three locations locally. 2339 Platte Place, 3060 South Academy Boulevard, 3638 North Academy Boulevard. Or find them on Facebook at Ace Pawn and Loans and tell them the slide sent you.
welcome back to Conscious Elevation. <laughs> I'm your host, Tara. We are on our fourth episode, and today we are talking about mental toughness. Why it's so important, how to develop it, how to keep it, and how to use it to your benefit. Um, we just touched on quite a bit of stuff, so I apologize if it was a lot, because when it comes to your mind, it's a lot. And it's very, very important. Um, which brings me to my next segment of importance. If you were to think of all the people in your life, everybody that you know, and you were to name the top most important person on that list, who would it be? Would it be your mother, father, your spouse? significant other would it be your children or perhaps perhaps just maybe you are you the most important person in your life because if you're not you got your priorities all wrong guy <laughs> man out of this whole life we only have ourselves I have no control over anybody else nor if I didn't have me I wouldn't have anybody to have it sounds so silly, but it's so simple. That's why it's so important, so, so very important to take control of yourself. Take care also, uh, especially as a woman. Um, I'm guilty of being the giver. I'm the nurturer, I'm the caretaker, I'm the person who makes sure we have everything before we get in the car. I make sure everybody has clean laundry before the start of the week. Man, e even fathers are in this position. We, we, we think that if the people around us are happy, then we've done a good job. But we go home at the end of the night and we're mentally exhausted. We're emotionally worn out. We're mentally anguished with where we are. <laughs> Why? Why, why, why do we not teach our children and rewrite our own program? We should be spending the first half of our day dedicated to the most important thing, and that's ourself. And that is, you know, for a lot of people, it's, it's wake up and go for a run. It's wake up and read. It's wake up and, and be in meditation for the first half hour of the day. But if you, if you don't have control and you've been programmed, then it's wake up, you slap that alarm clock, you jump your ass in the shower, you hurry up and you get clean. You feed your face something quick, which is most likely something not nutritious. And then you hurry off to go please everybody at your job for the day. Where in the hell is the self-care in that? Why have we been doomed to be in a program that is not conducive to our own well-being? Well, it doesn't take a lot to look around and, and realize that nothing is wrong. Everything is working just as it should be. You're completely distracted with your everyday life and you're not focusing on the most important person in the world, which is you. Take control. Take definite purpose and action. Dedicate the first half hour of your life in the morning to the most important thing that you think that is. And I please hope to God that's yourself in some way, shape, or form. Even if it's 
just have that 30 minutes of detox in the morning that you don't have to do anything. You don't have to be anywhere for anybody. You could just lay there and quiet. Um, and as you get in that habit and you get better at that, I would start bringing in that that tool that we have of imagination. Again, the imagination does not know the difference between positive or negative, nor does it know the dif- the difference between real and fake. So if you're spending the first half of your morning dedicated to yourself, make that a visualization time. You know, make it to be whatever you want it to be. If you could spend your life doing anything that you wanted, this is your opportunity to start bringing that to yourself. The first half hour of the day, you visualize what you what you're most favorable life would be would it be instead of slapping the alarm clock and running off to work would it be hanging out with your children cooking them breakfast before school would it be spending that half hour with your loved one um before the day got crazy um if you're a spiritual person take time to give thanks to your creator these are the little things that will put you in control of your thoughts and your feelings and your emotions and it'll propel you throughout your day. If you, if you get that first half hour knocked out in the day and dedicated to yourself, you're going to be elevated for the rest of the day. You're going to be able to give better to the people around you. You're going to be able to give a positive mental attitude to your coworkers and to your children. And you're going to be able to be on point with yourself. You're not going to be bombarded with stress and worry and fear and anger. And oh my God, it just keeps going when you could be joyful. You could be full of gratitude. You could be in awe with the possibility of what could be. And you get, you get to decide that. You have definite right of control over your mind. Who is anybody else to tell you that you should slap an alarm clock and rush off to your day without giving thanks or giving thought to what the next five years of your life is going to be like? And have a plan of what the next five years of your life is going to be like. Otherwise, you will be pulled into what Napoleon Hill describes as hypnotic rhythm. You're just going to be pulled into that every day for the next five years. You're going to be slapping that alarm clock and running off to your work to hang out with people that you hate, to do a job that you don't like, to feel discouraged again and again and over and over. And why would you subject yourself to that when you can take control and direct it to the end of your desire? Spend that first half hour of the day because you're the most important player in this simulation. It's a simulation. It's a program. And you are Neo. (laughs) You are the chosen one. And this rabbit hole goes deep. If you get into metaphysical um, education, uh, maybe you know about Dr. Joe Dispenza or Bruce Lipton, and they talk about the biology of belief and how, well, our genes, they're controlled by our brain and our environment. They're not controlled by heredity. That's why you could get a little kid who's adopted into a family with disease, and that little kid grows the disease it's because he's in the environment that has been conducive to that disease you take somebody in a disease environment and you put them in a environment that's positive well guess what negative and disease cannot thrive in an environment that's positive it just it just can't you cannot have a positive and a negative at the same time just doesn't work you can't go into a a bright bright room and turn on a little bit of darkness and everything goes black so you are the catalyst of where you're going 
man, it's so important. I, I encourage you to go get in the environment of metaphysical. I encourage you to go learn how the brain works. <laughs> I encourage you to find out about thought, how it's generated, and how, man, it, it, it's a vibration. Like, I encourage you to go learn the things that are not taught in school. And I encourage you to go be around people who are doing different things in their life. Um, man, I encourage you to do something different. If you desire something different in your life, I encourage you to go do something different. Love all those people from a distance. Go find a new crowd. Go find something that will build you better habits to build a better program. It's all a simulation, Neo. You are the chosen one. So are we going to be all there is, ever was, ever will be? Shove down in this body to have a human experience and go around hating it? Or are you going to be the divine creator, the story writer, the captain of the ship, and direct that to wherever it want you where wherever you want to go? You might not even know what it looks like. But if you fill a pool in your heart and in your soul, don't wait another day. I would start reading, learning, doing something different the people in your life are depending on you. <laughs> and you know, let's, I'm going to, you know, mental toughness, emotional toughness, physical toughness, and financial toughness. You know, we make decisions with our money. People don't, it's, it's such a simulation there. The proof is in the pudding. And when you can be mentally, emotionally, physically, and financially tough, there's nobody else in this world who could tell you what about what they're they're not qualified to make decisions for you in the first place but if you have control over these four um little situations in your life and they it's the little stuff that makes up the big stuff so you got to be mentally tough you got to be emotionally tough you got to be physically tough um if the apocalypse came today would you be able to lift yourself through a window that is taller than your body because sometimes that's what it will take. And it is just the littlest things like, man, our body, we come to this earth plane with our body and then the brain. And our body is the vehicle to carry us around and make these decisions. It's where all of our five senses are. Why wouldn't we want it to be in top shape? You know, again, with the program, there's a reason why. The medical field that's a whole nother thing but with like health a lot of people aren't going to like this but they're going to have to hear it the medical field does not have invested interest in your health not even a little bit not even a little bit it's a trillion dollar industry and the mainstream still hasn't found a cure for cancer pretty silly considering dr sebi was killed for finding the cure for cancer and a host of all kinds of other things. I encourage you guys to go out of the mainstream to get your information, to get your education, to get your realm of people that you hang out with. It's your duty in this life and it's your responsibility in this life to take possession of that sealed envelope labeled riches and use that 
to the best benefit that you can and to set example for all the people in this world that you meet. It is your responsibility and and privilege, yeah. Privilege once you realize that you have the right (laughs) and then your responsibility to do so. And it would be a slap in your creator's face to not take control. I'm super passionate about this. Napoleon Hill came into my life many years ago. And like I said, I don't know if I would have been ever, ever been able to meet with Mr. Napoleon Hill had I not come into um, adversity. And I'm so thankful and grateful it happened at that time because like I said, not one person has ever approached me about Napoleon Hill in the last 18 years of my life. I don't know where I would have found this information. Hopefully somebody would have been able to pique my interest to go outside of the program and find something different. Oh, man. So, guys, it's your duty. It's your responsibility to be the best you are, to be the best you could be, to challenge yourself every day, to come out of the comfort zone, to do something different, and to be something different. And you are the only one who has divine right and control. And you are the only one who could set up a limitation or allow anybody else to set it up for you. All right, guys. I think that's all I've got for today. We are here elevating the consciousness, being in tune with our divine creator and making it our very best friend. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in. And I look forward to uh, speaking again to you guys next week. Have a blessed day.